Hello everyone, welcome to 360 on History. Please check out the website 360onhistory.com. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel 360 on History and of course join us on social media. The Americas have been traditionally considered new territories with civilizations not as old as the rest of the world. Even so, we find fascinating signs of varying cultures in both North and South America. Mesoamerica especially is replete with different cultures that fascinate archaeologists and us ever since their discoveries. One of such uh, fascinating archaeological finds are the colossal Olmec heads, first brought to light in, on the eve of World War II by Matthew Sterling in 1938. Although one colossal head was discovered at Tres Zepotes in 1862 by Jose Maria Melgar y Serrano, but was not well reported. The Olmecs were the earliest known major Mesoamerican civilization that flourished during the pre-classical pre-period from about 1500 BCE to 400 BCE. They were centered in the tropical lowlands of the modern-day Mexican states of Veracruz and Tabasco. The Olmecs are considered the mother culture of Mesoamerica as they laid the foundations for many of the civilizations that followed. They are also credited with introducing several practices that became cornerstones of Mesoamerican culture, such as engaging in ritual bloodletting, a ceremony believed to appease deities and maintain cosmic balance. They also played the Mesoamerican ball game, a ritualistic sport with deep symbolic and religious significance. The Olmec civilization's legacy extends far beyond their artistic creations. They established a complex social and political hierarchy, developed sophisticated agricultural techniques, and engaged in extensive trade networks. Their influence spread throughout Mesoamerica, shaping the cultural landscape of the region. The Olmec heartland is located in the southern part of Mexico, in the Gulf Coast region, between the Tuxla Mountains and La Benta, which is an Olmec archaeological site. The whole site extends roughly 80 kilometers or 50 miles inland from the Gulf of Mexico coastline at its deepest. During the time of the Olmec civilization, as well as today, it was a tropical lowland forest environment with meandering rivers. Most researchers consider the Olmec heartland to be the home of the Olmec culture which became widespread over Mesoamerica from 1400 BCE until roughly 400 BCE. The area is also referred to as Olman or the Olmec Metropolitan Zone. The Olmecs are especially known for their colossal heads, as I mentioned before, which are among the most iconic works of ancient American art. Carved from colossal basalt boulders, the Olmec colossal heads stand as enduring testaments to the ingenuity and artistic prowess of Mesoamerica's earlier civilization. Their imposing presence, ranging from 1.17 to 3.4 meters, has captivated and intrigued scholars for centuries. These enigmatic sculptures, dating back to at least 900 BCE, 
are a hallmark of the Olmec culture, a flourishing society that dominated the Gulf Coast region of Mexico. Now, 17 confirmed examples are known from four sites in what is now considered the Olmec heartland on the Gulf of Mexico. Most of these were sculpted from spherical boulders, but there are two from San Lorenzo Tenochtitlan that were carved from massive stone thrones. Crafting each colossal head demanded meticulous planning, considering the immense effort needed to secure the required resources. Only the most influential Olmec rulers could likely muster such resources. The workforce would have comprised sculptors, labourers, overseers, boatmen, woodworkers and other artisans tasked with creating the tools for constructing and transporting the monuments. Additionally, provisions and care for those workers would have been essential. The project would have factored in seasonal and agricultural cycles along with river levels to ensure a smooth production process. The entire undertaking may have spanned years from conception to completion. The Olmec colossal heads consistently portray mature individuals with distinctive physical traits characterized by fleshy cheeks, flat noses and slightly crossed eyes. These features bear a striking resemblance to the modern inhabitants of Tabasco and Veracruz, suggesting a deep-rooted connection between the Olmecs and the present-day people of the region. The back of these monumental sculptures are often flattened, hinting at their original placement against a wall. The boulders from which they were meticulously carved were sourced from the Sierra de los Tuxla Mountains in Veracruz, a testament to the Olmecs' remarkable logistical cap capability. Given the immense physical effort and resources required to transport these massive stone slabs, often over distances exceeding 150 kilometers, it is widely believed that the Olmec colossal heads represent portraits of powerful rulers. Each of the known sculptures bears a unique headdress, further emphasizing the individual significance. These enigmatic heads were once arranged in lines or groups at major Olmec ceremonial centers. Their precise arrangement and the exact methods employed for their transportation still shrouded in mystery. Their distinctive headgear has sparked uh, various interpretation, with one theory suggesting uh, their use as a protective helmet, possibly donned for warfare or participation in the ceremonial Mesoamerican ball game. The colossal heads cannot be precisely dated. However, the San Lorenzo heads were buried by 900 BC, indicating that the period of manufacture and use was earlier still. They are believed to be the oldest and are most skillfully executed. The Olmec colossal heads stand as enduring symbols of a remarkable civilization. Their enigmatic presence offering a glimpse into the cultural and artistic achievements of ancient Mesoamerica. Their continued study and preservation are crucial to unlocking the deeper mysteries surrounding their purpose and the people who crafted them.
the blog post on 360onhistory.com has a number of pictures and images of these giant colossal heads. Please go over and check them out. Thank you for joining me on 360 on History and I will see you again next time for another episode.